This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. Today is Monday, March 22nd, and we are just over one year into the pandemic, two days into spring, and one week into daylight savings time. It's a time of big transitions all around. This week's theme is meant to be a five-part pep talk on how to navigate this particular pivotal moment in time. After all, the vaccine is getting rolled out, the warmer months are coming, and yet we're still very much in the thick of things, and at this point, a lot of us are running on fumes. I find that when I'm feeling worn out or exasperated, that it means that it's time to look a little deeper at how I'm feeling and find some way to express that. Doing so never fails to lighten the heaviness that's been bogging me down and makes it easier to keep going during hard times. So this week, we're going to look at some of the heavy stuff we've been carrying around. Please don't let this scare you off. (laughs) Remember, the end result is feeling lighter. And doesn't that sound appealing? Today's big idea is that something I'm hearing from folks from all walks of life is that if they are basically doing okay, you know, they haven't lost their job or they haven't lost a loved one, they aren't in financial or physical peril, they feel guilty about it because they know a lot of people are really struggling right now. There's something to be said for feeling this guilt. You're recognizing that you are enjoying good luck or privilege or likely some combination of the two. If you didn't feel guilty, you might just be oblivious to others' suffering. Guilt is a negative emotion, but it tends to influence more positive behaviors than its cousin, shame. If you're feeling shame about something, you tend to want to hide. If you're feeling guilty, you're more likely to want to do something to make amends. That's another good thing about feeling this kind of guilt. It's a good impetus to put the energy behind that emotion into use and help you prioritize giving back in some way that makes sense for you. Also, privilege isn't a bad thing in and of itself. At its best, privilege is an opportunity to be helpful. I've got some ways to work with this feeling of guilt right after a quick break. One of the hardest parts of quarantine for me has been having no alone time. Not to mention the stress and the lack of focus. I knew meditation helped with all those things, but I wasn't doing it until I discovered Headspace. Their basics course starts you off with meditations that are just three minutes long. It's such a doable way to show yourself some love. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash kate. That's headspace.com slash kate for a free one-month trial. 
with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Go to headspace.com slash Kate today. Welcome back. Something to keep in mind is that there are systems and structures like patriarchy, capitalism, and white supremacy that have created the inequalities we are seeing so clearly now during the pandemic. So if you're feeling guilty about the fact that your station in life has protected you from the worst fallout of COVID-19, one way to alleviate your guilt is by engaging in some activism that would change those structures. For example, you can call your elected officials to express your support for a $15 minimum wage or submit testimony in support of legislation that promotes environmental justice so that poor communities don't bear an undue burden of toxins that then compromises their health. A mantra that guides my thinking in how to be equitable, inclusive, and of service is this. Be a river, not a pond. I recorded a full episode on this idea in the early days of this podcast. It's episode 53 if you want to do a deeper dive and go back and listen. Basically, adopting the stance of being a river and not a pond means that when good things come to you, you don't hoard them. You let them flow to you and also flow away from you so that they can be enjoyed by other people too. Here are some examples of how to put the idea of being a river and not a pond into practice. If you are earning as you were before, can you perhaps hire someone who's in need of work to help you do something, whether that's gardening, babysitting, or teaching you Spanish via Zoom? Or can you get takeout more often than you otherwise would so that your neighborhood restaurants can make up some of their lost income? Or can you step up your giving in whatever way you can? Also, keep in mind that this pandemic is a lot to handle for anyone. Nearly everyone has had their plans and their lives upended in some significant way. Nearly everyone has had loved ones to worry about as a result of the pandemic, whether it's your child who's been home for the past year, or a relative who lost their job or has been extremely isolated, or someone that you loved that got sick or perhaps even died. Nearly everyone has experienced big challenges to mental health, including stress and isolation. Although you may have it better than some people, or maybe even a lot of people, you're still entitled to your own feelings of stress or loss. Judging yourself for having those feelings is only going to intensify your feelings of guilt and may even get them to bleed over into shame, which can cause you to shut down and go into pond mode. My only caveat is to not let your guilt keep you so focused on doing for others that you don't allow yourself time and space to feel how you feel and to rest when you need it. Ultimately, your taking care of yourself and being in a good spot is good for everybody, especially if you're being a river. Not only will you be better positioned to use your privilege for good and help folks who need support on the long crawl back to normal, but your example will inspire others. Just like smoking and depression are contagious, meaning if you're around people who smoke or are depressed, you become much more likely to smoke or suffer from depression too, so is resilience. You doing what it takes to be in a good spot in all the ways helps those around you do it too, and not necessarily because of any direct result of your efforts, but because of your energy and your example. Your tiny assignment is to think of one way you can be a river. What do you have an abundance of, and how can you share it? 
Maybe you can contribute to a GoFundMe or volunteer at a coronavirus testing site if you've got time. Or if you're feeling in a good place mentally, you could check in on someone who has been struggling lately. I know you can find the perfect thing to do, no matter how big or how small. Also, when someone asks how you're doing and you feel that pang of guilt, just own it. You can say, well, I recognize how lucky I am to be able to say this, but we are doing okay. Acknowledging your privilege doesn't lessen it, but it does make it visible. And bringing things into the light helps reduce both guilt and shame. Come back tomorrow when I'm acknowledging the costs we've all had to pay for spending a year making impossible choices. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 